a place to navigate cultural and spiritual topics prevalent in the world today, yet unique to the Buckeye student. This is Campus Conversations. Hello, Buckeyes. Thanks for listening to another installment of Campus Conversations. I am your host, Dylan, alongside of the second host, Allison. Allison, how are you doing today? Dylan, doing good. Excited to film this episode. Um, It's been a good week. Yeah, I feel like March, you know, there's a lot of promise of spring. So weather's getting better in some ways. I mean, it's still kind of rainy, you know, but I feel like weather is kind of uplifting a lot of people's moods. My own, my own, so. This is always one of my favorite times of the year with basketball on March Madness, so I'm Oh, I've never heard it. of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I know Ohio, especially Ohio State, loves their football, but they've got a great basketball team, and yeah. I love the tournament, so it's, I'm pumped to continue to watch. Yeah, how do you feel about your bracket? I know you had some help making it. I did. I had my dog Mia make a bracket this year. Mm. and um, That's fun. So we're tracking, see how she does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she has um, West Virginia winning it all. Okay. So there you go. Is that probable or is that kind of a ridiculous? It, it's not completely ridiculous. Okay. No. Okay. She did a pretty good job. Cool. Nice. Well, we hope any listeners out there that have their brackets filled out that it all goes well for you. Right. Maybe you can win a few bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have another guest. Um, it's actually the second time on the show. No, third Third. time on this show. So really a frequent favorite. (laughs) I'm sorry. A frequent favorite. Alex is with us. Alex, how are you doing? Doing well. Alex is famous for his recommendations to the listener. You may remember he recommended Moist. Um, and I have since been, I've taken you up on your recommendation. It's terrific. Just went recently, right? Recently. It was terrific. It's really good. Very good. So maybe you can have another one for us at the end of the show. A recommendation. Yeah, just be thinking about it. Like a nice party spot. Oh, see what you did there. Good segue into what we're talking about today, Dylan. What is our? This is our tenth episode, so we really wanted to deliver something that was a little special. Um, What are we talking about today? Partying in a pandemic. Woo! So we want to talk today just about. How should the student, maybe specifically the Christian in college, navigate this idea of going out, partying with friends, drinking, how much is too much, is it good, is it bad? We want to try to just give some helpful principles as you are partying in a pandemic on the campus of Ohio State, Mm -hmm. that hopefully even after the pandemic, you know, these principles will still apply. It's yeah. Kind of fun play on words given the season we're in right now. Right. You know, hopefully this episode gives some helpful pointers and principles to think about when it comes to this topic. And one, maybe we can just start. Do college students party? Hmm. What do those crazy kids do, do on do Friday they? and Saturday nights? <laughs> of course they party, right? And right. so here on Campus Conversations, we we don't want to shy away from conversations a lot of people are having. Mm-hmm. And where the next party's at is a big conversation that students are having. Yeah. So I want to speak into that a little bit. Particularly at Ohio State. You know, Ohio State's a big school. And I think it's just a really common activity on the weekends to so just go out with your friends to the bars or frat parties or 
yeah, really anything. I feel like it's just a big way people spend their time here, particular yeah. students. So, yeah, this is obviously a thing that people are doing. So what 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 do we think about it? How should we mm-hmm. think critically about it? Yeah, that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So maybe we can start just making a simple pros and cons. What would be some good things about the, the college party scene? What are some pros? You know, it's, it's not all bad. It's not all negative. So maybe drawing on your experience in college or just even hearing conversations we're having on campus, maybe we can start. Um, Alex, what are some pros? There's probably many pros of partying. You know, I think obviously the first one is just it's a great way to make memories, you know, with your friends is having fun. And I think when we say partying too, you know, you could just, your mind could go several different places, you know, what we mean like a party is, you know, is a party somewhere where there's alcohol, you know, or is there parties where maybe there's not alcohol or maybe you're doing something kind of random and, you know, memorable. And so I think parties, yeah, they are great for making memories. They're great for meeting new people, connecting and making new friends. They're a good way to... Yeah, continue to build relationships. Um, and who knows, maybe at a party you might meet your significant other. You mm-hmm. might find that special someone at a party too. So there are plenty of pros, you know, to partying. And I think it takes many different shapes too of what we're yeah. really talking about when we say yeah. party. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like when that word comes to mind, I instantly think of like keg stands at a frat party. Mm. You know, um, it doesn't have to be that, but it doesn't have to be that it can, we're even just talking about like you going to the bars with your friends or going to someone's house and hanging out mm-hmm. and partying there. Um, so that's, that's helpful to even just, and you know, as that. you say that too, there are maybe different forms or maybe there is the classic party keg stand, college house, whatever, but different people can interact at those parties mm-hmm. differently yes. depending on the person, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not that. All people have to act in this way at parties, and not all parties are the same. So what would be some, you know, maybe potential dangers? Again, we're, we don't want to get into the specifics of, you know, the cake stand of drinking. We'll address that in a second. But just the, the partying in general, what can be some things? So here for me, to get the ball rolling, I can think. A party, I think, Alex, what you're saying, it's helpful to define terms a little bit. We don't just mean party where there's drinking or anything like that group of people having fun, if that's the definition you want to use. Maybe one danger could be, is that taking precedent over what you're at college to achieve? Mm -hmm. Get a degree, graduate, your studies, you're noticing, man, my social life is thriving, but there's other areas of my college experience that are not doing so well because of this. Mm. So maybe that's one. Allison, can you think of any other potential um, just dangers or things just to maybe... A heads up is you are a college student, really excited to party, but maybe keep this in mind as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it kind of goes more with what you're saying with like distractions, but like just thinking about your own health, like is it taking you away from being able to sleep? Mm -hmm. Is, um, I mean, this gets kind of more into the drinking aspect of it, but are you drinking so much that you're getting sick? Like that's a danger, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So there can just be maybe a lot of temptations that come with that, with, you know drinking too much or spending, staying out too late, you know, all those things can be not helpful for you. Well, that's a great segue. Mm -hmm. It really is because maybe now we can transition a little bit into the topic that maybe there's some real curiosity about, but Hey, how should we view drinking? How should a Christian college student view drinking? 
maybe just to start, what are just a few helpful principles that we can have when, when having this conversation, talking about the topic of drinking at parties or, you know, I, I was going to say in your dorm room, which, you know, maybe that is to an extent <laughs> is happening. Um, but what are, what are a few principles when talking about specifically drinking for college students? Just one, you know, there's maybe a couple we can get into, but I think maybe the first one to hit on is, uh, as a Christian, you know, I think it's clear in scripture that we see that we're supposed to follow the laws of the land, you know, um, and respect the laws that have been put in our country. Um, and so with that, you know, obviously you can see where I'm going here. It's just, if you're not of the age, you probably shouldn't be drinking, you know, Mm -hmm. if you have to do things like getting a fake ID, um, to be able to go and drink and all those things. I think that is dishonest. You're lying. You're also breaking the law, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's pretty cut and dry for someone that's not of the age. And if you're a Christian, you probably shouldn't be drinking. Yeah. No, that's a really, honestly, just a helpful thing to just lay out there from the beginning. I think sometimes people get uncomfortable by this because they just want to justify that it's okay because it's very normal, like on a college campus to drink underage. And so I know sometimes people are like, well, speeding, you are breaking the law when you speed or doing other things, but we don't necessarily talk that much about that in its own Mm -hmm. podcast. So maybe for the listener that's thinking that right now, what would you say to them? Mm. It's a good question. It's a really good question. I would say don't speed either. (laughs) You know, I think there is some integrity to, you know, doing what, you know, is right, you know, as a Christian, that I'm honoring God by following these laws. And I might be somewhat of the the outcast or just the, the outlier in this. I'm a freshman and literally everyone on my floor is drinking. But it doesn't always mean that I can't still be friends with them. I yeah. can't still be around these people. And so in one sense, yes, you might be the person that is a lot different. And you're the, you are the only one person that's not drinking. And I think that's where that question kind of comes from. It's like, well, literally everyone else is doing that. Right. But it doesn't mean that you're not still having fun, still, you know, participating and mm-hmm. even going to parties or whatever. But just for your own um, integrity and what you believe and what you want to honor God with is, I'm going to wait until I'm of the age yeah. to be able to drink. So. Yeah. That's no, kind of that's, first thought. Yeah, no, that's really helpful. So we've kind of laid laid out what our advice would be for students right now that are underage, but maybe for the students that are 21, mm. you know, they're like, I'm legally able to drink. I, My friends like going out. Um, you know, it's fun to celebrate for various things and even just to do it on the weekends. Maybe what are some helpful principles, Dylan, for those students, for students that are of age when they think about drinking and, you're, and they are Christians? Yeah, I think similar to some of the advice we had for dating that I think is helpful is one, live in the light again. So I think if you're doing things that you have other trusted, godly friends that you wouldn't want them to know about, or you wouldn't want them to find out what you were doing on the the weekend or in the bar scene, Mm -hmm. then that's a question you have to really wrestle about with yourself of like, you know, why is it because this is weighing on me? kind of on my conscience that maybe this is something that I do feel a little bit conviction or I feel like may not be right to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one um, idea is just you shouldn't be doing something that you wouldn't want your your peers or trusted friends to know that you were doing just in general. And I think on the topic of drinking, that certainly 
holds true. Mm-hmm. I think another just quick principle is, and Alex kind of alluded to this, it doesn't mean you need to cut ties and friendships with people that are doing that. Right. I think that you still can be friends, hang out with, even attend those parties where some of that is happening. Mm-hmm. And if you think, hey, this is a safe environment, I'm of age, then and you're talking to other people in the light, then sure, mm-hmm. maybe you can have a couple drinks or something like that. But if this is an environment where you think, man, the temptation to indulge too far mm-hmm. is here, then again, just be wary of that. Yeah. Just don't don't trick or fool yourself. Just be honest and mm-hmm. um, have some accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like even just a helpful verse that came to my mind a lot when I was a student and thinking about drinking is just 1 Corinthians 10.31, just like, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, doing it all for the glory of God. And so if you feel like you can honestly answer to yourself, like, yeah, I'm going to go out and get a drink with my friends this weekend and it's glorifying to God. That's great. You know, but if for you it's not, then maybe you should just think more about it and just, you know, I just feel like we, we take a lot of care into day-to-day decisions that we make, but sometimes this topic comes up, it's like, we don't really think that much about what's right and what's best and is it honoring and glorifying to God, but we should, you know, because scripture tells us to. And really quick, and then Alex, you can bring us home with some last thoughts. I would also just be mindful of the example you are setting for others too. And so even though, you know, I, I, uh, I think often of what, you know, Paul says, um, that, you know, it is, it may be legal for you to partake, but is it most helpful for mm-hmm. other people there, you know, and so if you're saying this for me, it's not an issue. I can indulge. I can do this. But for other people that maybe aren't of age, past in a history where there's some struggle with that, think for them, not just what's for me, but also think for the other people that are around you and you're with and setting an example and creating an environment that is going to be loving and welcoming for them as well. Mm-hmm. Just the thing that, that you know, not only just for others, you know, I think, I think there's a principle here too of just because something's legal, does that mean it's automatically something I should do? You know, cause I think a lot of different people can come from different backgrounds in their own, you know, history. Maybe you become a Christian in college and before being a Christian, drinking was so much yeah. of what you gave your life to. Yeah. And so maybe there are seasons of your life of thinking, you know what, maybe I just don't need to drink for a little bit. Yeah. I'm not saying that anyone who is a Christian that's drinking, that's wrong. You're not saying any of that. But just even not what's just helpful for other people, what you're saying, Dylan, but, but what's going to be helpful for myself, you know, um, with my own past with drinking. And, mm-hmm. and too, just the thing with that is, is also understanding who am I drinking with? Are they people that are like-minded with me in my faith? Or am I drinking with people that, you know, really are kind of giving themselves to this lifestyle? Mm. Um, Because I think that can be dangerous as a Christian. It's just, you know, I think we've said this before within Camps Outreach, but just the quote of, like, you become the average of your three best friends. And so Mm. if some of these people that you're drinking with, they're not Christians, they're maybe some of your best friends, likely you're going to start to live the same lifestyle. And you're going to start to value the things that they value and devalue your faith in some ways, you know, just depending mm-hmm. on who those people are. Not saying if you drink a lot, you're not going to be a Christian anymore. Nothing like that, but just understanding the people you spend your time with, the the amount of time you are drinking, doing these things, mm-hmm. you're, you're just going to start to value and do the things that your friends are doing. And so just being cautious of are these other believers or not, you know, I think um, are good things to think about. Yeah.
Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Um, do you guys have anything else that you want to add to this conversation? I don't think so. Okay. I hope this is helpful. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like we covered kind of a range of things, but as always, we're always just starting a conversation with yep. these things. So yep. if you have more questions about drinking, you know, talk to a trusted mentor or someone that's discipling you or talk to your other, you know, friends who are Christians and kind of just asking them, you know, what do you guys think? You know, what are, mm. what are you guys thinking about, you know, drinking, whether you're of age or not? Um, so yeah, well, this wraps up our 10th episode of Campus Conversations. We hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. As always, check back here every other Thursday at 9 a.m. for new episodes. We hope that you guys have a great weekend and that your brackets with March Madness go well. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening and go Bucks.